Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Robert Lewandowski at his ruthless best in a Liverpool walk around to the quarterfinals. Welcome along to the Football Ramble. It's Wednesday the 9th of March. I'm Jules Breach. I'm with you on the right I'm <laughs> <laughs> so get that's out. what that's get what you were now. looking at. <laughs> that's what I was looking at. I was checking your laptop because I didn't have the running order up on my laptop, uh, and I was trying to figure out figure out whether I was uh, out. second. <laughs> second. <laughs> this has been a great start. <laughs> I was, trying, I was trying to fag it out uh, <laughs> I, I, whether I was second or third on the runner. And uh, <laughs> that distracted you so much that you forgot to say your own name. And yeah. that is why you'll never play for Manchester United. <laughs> is that a promise? <laughs> yeah, I, was, I didn't know. What you, I, I, Sorry, I, I realised what you were doing as yeah. soon as you went, I'm Jules Breach. And I was like, what was he looking at? <laughs> and I was just staring at my name after yours. And I was like, <laughs> shit, yeah. That's me. <laughs> sorry, guys. Yeah, sorry, sorry, everyone. Yeah. Welcome along, Bethusha and Ihantharaja. Welcome Ooh. along, Pete Donaldson. You didn't get Hi. to say your full name. I don't. I don't <laughs> have such a lovely name as everyone else thought, to be honest. So. Did you have a good International Women's Day? Oh, I had a lovely International Women's Day, thank you. I was working most of the day, um, but it was good. The usual show I do at the Premier League on a Tuesday, we um, kind of revamped for International Women's Day, so we had lots of guests. It was very loose ah. women, uh, but it was good. It was really nice. We had all female reporters out and about, and we had a few female guests in the studio. Karen Carney joined us, so it cool. was good. A good celebration of wonderful women in the industry. 
Fantastic. Great, yeah. and, it, and it was apt as well because the night before, um, so I, I didn't go into work hungover. Can I just point out? I was very sensible at mm. the SJA Awards on Monday night. Um, there were a few brilliant women who won awards. So Laura Woods won Best Presenter of the Year and she was up against pretty much an all-male um, category. So that was amazing to see. Uh, Vicky Sparks won Best Commentator of the Year and she was up against all-male um, nominees mm. in that category. Uh, plus loads of other women won awards. So yeah, it was a, it was a it was a good couple of days, I think, for girls in this industry. I think listening to Laura Woods on that radio station in the morning, give her all <laughs> she the bloody was <laughs> Give her all, no, not the next day. I mean, just generally, give all her right. all the bloody awards yeah, yeah. for crying out loud. <laughs> the shit she has to put up with. She was, she was hanging the next day as well. <laughs> I thought of, I, I decided not to do an Instagram post for International Women's Day Why because that? I thought basically it's just from my point of view, or my certainly on my Instagram feed. It looked like lads having a second crack at Mother's Day and or Valentine's Day. <laughs> and I was like, I kind of get, get why this is, why, you know, posting something like that would be would be nice. Yeah. But I was like, I think the people I post that about will see right through it. Um, so I just called I just posted a big picture of Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> <laughs> Women I'm inspired by, I said. I'm joking. <laughs> what? Oh, should we fagger out what happened She's in the football <laughs> last night? <laughs> uh, because BT celebrated International Women's Day yesterday by having two females in the studio at Anfield, which was a nice little touch. Mm. Rachel Brown Finnis and Farrah Williams, who do work on BT's coverage fairly often, alongside Rio Ferdinand, uh, who all sat there to watch Liverpool lose their first game in ages their first defeat in 2022 um against Inter Milan Inter Milan won the game 1-0 but Liverpool still progressed to the next round because they'd taken a 2-0 lead into this one just goes to show how important an away win in the Champions League can be even without the new away goals rule which I know we all don't agree with but it was a bit of an uncharacteristic Liverpool performance would you say Vish they were not at their clinical best which we're used to seeing yeah, I, I wondered how much of it was related to the away goals or, the, you know, the lack of away goals. Because certainly I feel like the, the tie would have been more interesting if mm. it was in play. But I, I did get the impression, certainly more towards the end of the game, particularly when um, Inter Milan went down to 10 men, that Liverpool didn't really know whether to hold what they have or go for a third goal. Mm. And I really got the, you know, and certainly when you, when you watch the start of that game, it felt like... They assumed they were going to score. And then there was a sense of, shit, is it going to be one of those nights when mm. Martinez scored? And then they just dominated them in a weird way. Like, I've I, I rewatched the highlights this morning and I thought, am I, did I just kid myself into thinking there was some jeopardy there? Because it looked like they managed it. In, in real time, you felt like they managed it really well. And then the highlights make it look a bit more dramatic. Right, OK. I, I, I'm just sort of taking possibly the first leg into consideration as well because I thought... Liverpool were quite lucky to come away with, with with what they came away with in the first leg and the second one. Yeah, I mean, they, they, to be fair, Liverpool had a lot of chances. They were like, I mean, even at the death uh, where, um, oh, who slid in at the end? It was uh, Vidal, uh, Vidal wasn't block, it? Yeah, yeah, like he he properly like did try to do a no luck finish, didn't he? Because <laughs> he sort of, he actively looked away and it was, and I think if Klopp's watching that, he was like, what the hell are you bloody doing? This is the Champions League. He didn't he do try that, to, did he? he did do it. He did, he did try it. I, <laughs> <laughs> to be charitable, ninetieth minute. To to be charitable, I think he I think he could explain that he was looking at the uh, at the attending defender, but in reality, no, he did a no look no look shot, and it was pathetic. In my <laughs> that boy's gonna get in trouble crossing the road, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> I, you know what? I actually thought that um, I thought that the, the the game and the reason for Liverpool not being able to maybe be what we're used to seeing of them of late when they've been in good form. It was very stop-start, but I think mm. that 
that was probably part of Inter Milan's game plan was to sort of disrupt Liverpool's flow in the match because it was very bitty and the referee stopped play quite a lot. It mm. just felt very it felt like Liverpool couldn't get into any kind of rhythm in the game, which was which was probably part of Inter Milan's plan. I thought they defended brilliantly. Um as you say, Vish, that Martinez goal, when that went in, you did feel like it was game on. And then that's really where the game turns because he scores that absolute screamer, which was just magnificent. Straight off his tour, just lifting it <laughs> off Alisson. Fantastic. Wasn't that a little bit Papi Cisse at Stamford Bridge. What, kind of whipped in the air? Kind yeah. of thing. You think the, air, the, the, the But there was no wind on that day. I was there. There's no wind on that day. He yeah. just whipped it. He, just managed to, he, he conjured that wind out of his soul. <laughs> I thought it was like, the, the goal was like, when you score in FIFA though. It was like, mm. just perfect. But then, moments later, Sanchez gets his second yellow of the game and gets sent off. And it, at that point, you're just like, oh yeah, Liverpool have gone through now. It's like sneaking into a club and then not realising the bouncer has actually seen you. <laughs> and you have that moment of like god brilliant yeah and then just feel happy. Get out. like you're talking from experience here yeah, yeah. See your 15 year old me very scared <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of the red card sending off situation Pete I think he was possibly levelling it up after not sending him off the first time personally from the, the challenge in the <laughs> first the challenge half. in the first half I think he should have gone then personally but do you not think I mean, I, I, I don't. I, I'm really surprised there's been any debate about it. Like, obviously, you know, we just a lot talking... of debate about this. Yeah, like it, it was just two yellows, wasn't it? I think people are the, the reason people are debating it is because it's that it's that age old thing when it comes to these sort of second yellows, where you're like, well, what's he? What Sanchez meant to do? Mm. He got the ball. Where's his foot meant to go? And maybe Fabinho kind of comes in late, and I mean, how, how are you meant to pull out of that? Yeah, and it's and not... I do get that, but at the same time, I do agree that it, I can't. You can't really argue that it's not a yellow, but it's it feels like a harsh one, maybe. Yeah, because he gets the ball so cleanly, and Fabinho doesn't actually touch him when they have that because it look obviously at, at you know at full speed. You can understand why he mm. might have been given a straight red, but obviously he's already on a yellow. Mm. Actually, I do wonder if maybe if he wasn't on a yellow, but if he would have been given a straight red. And then VAR would have looked at it and what that, you know, what, yeah. you know, what the interpretation would have been from then. I said, probably think they probably actually wouldn't have overturned that because it's not clear and obvious error because his studs do go into his uh, Fabinho standing foot. But yeah, it was a shame. Even the way, you know, you mentioned it before about the way the um, Inter were, be, were, you know, made the match quite bitty. I think because of that, Liverpool took a few more risks with their passes, mm. such as Joel Matip when he plays that ball, which ends up in, you know, as the, the goal for Martinez. And, uh, you know, there's a few moments like that where, even down to 10 men, there was a moment when Van Dijk, rather than like clear the ball or head it back to Alisson, decided to flick the ball over his head. Yeah, They were trying to do things as they normally do when maybe I thought they, they could have, I mean, you know, they, they got away with it in the end, but it felt like they were making trouble for themselves by trying to be mm. too smart, even mm. though it's a level of intelligence of play that they're used to, you know, putting off really well. When that red card incident was happening, um, Simone Inzaghi's face was a picture. <laughs> He's not going, um, it, was, it was brilliant, wasn't it? <laughs> he, a... broke, he broke the fourth wall, didn't he? <laughs> it was, it was <laughs> very, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it was very um, like Tim from The Office. A bit of flea bag as well, yeah. Uh... Jürgen Klopp's comments always entertain me. Um, after the match, he said, Inter are a really good team. They're like Leeds with Bielsa, but with much more quality. <laughs> wow. That's not a wrong thing to say. That's not a wrong thing to say. Oh. I could see Inzaghi on a bucket. <laughs> That's what, did you see him before Christmas stacking it down those stairs on the icy stairs? I think it's quite hapless. I think oh, I didn't see I that. I could see him on a bucket. It was a lovely fall. I love a slippy fall. 
Oh, it was absolute textbook. It was. And we know he's Check all right out. now, so we can laugh. Yeah, exactly. True. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. He also, uh, Klopp also called the performance slapstick, which I feel is the wrong use of the word because slapstick. You were, you were, you were a bit <laughs> off on this. We're going yeah. through the run order before. What's yeah. your issue with slapstick? I don't know. I just think it's a weird way to describe because because slapstick to me is like you're calling it funny and there was nothing funny about it was Jules, it? Jules. Oh I'm sorry oh, football's serious <laughs> sometimes Jules when you've got a camera pointed at you you say funny things welcome back you'll never walk around has been ringing around Anfield he'll <laughs> <laughs> never hear that it's a niche podcast don't worry about it <laughs> good old good old Jackie you'll never walk around you'll never walk around do you so sometimes as a broadcaster in a live situation things come out wrong Oh, yeah. I, I do have to defend him a little bit there. Can you, it's funny, but... <laughs> okay, now it sounds like you're talking very experience here. What's, what have you yeah, done? Yeah, what have you done? What have I done? Yeah, what's in your... Big, oh, mate, what's sorts. been your anti-sporting bloomer? <laughs> I've done all sorts. Anti-sporting bloomer? Remember anti-sporting bloomers? Do you remember that back in the no. day? No. Yeah, it's like it was, a team uh, of bloopers. Yeah, the old guy with glasses who always carried around a book. Is that the same bloke? Uh, no, that's Desert Dennis Norden. It'll be all right on the night. That's it. Yeah, I'm thinking of a different one. But yeah, Classics. it was just like stuff relating to sport that was like oh, right. fucking yeah. up. And it wasn't, so I think sometimes it was stuff on the field, but it was off mm. broadcasters a lot of the time as well. I've, I've probably said this before, but when I was on Absolute Radio, I was doing a, a rock, the rock and roll football football show, uh, but I was reading the football results off uh, off the BBC website. And I went, uh, it, at Anfield, it's uh, Liverpool 1, Everton 0, live on 5 Live, not on 5 Live. <laughs> just, just, just read, <laughs> no read it straight on the website. <laughs> I am um, on score on Saturdays. I have to occasionally read out tweets that you know, mm. viewers send in or things that people post on Twitter. And sometimes you can get caught out by the... Oh, the names, the yes. Handles. yes. And yes, 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 yes. Uh, I went to read one and as soon as I said the name, I laughed because I was like, I've been done there. Um, it was Farter. <laughs> and I went, this one's from Farter. <laughs> I sort of tried to read it poshly so it didn't sound like Farter. farter. It's a Farter. <laughs> the number of people who must be tweeting in with Hasbullah... Yes. Yeah, oh, I love Hasbullah's <laughs> little appearances here and there. There's always cock ones as well, you know. I'm not. I'm, I don't know. <laughs> just, That's you know. getting clipped. Yeah, there's always cock ones as well. So, where's the belt gone? <laughs> <laughs> so I've just got loads of. I've been collecting new okay, sound so effects. That's a new one. So, that where's is... the belt gone? <laughs> yeah. £50,000 jackpot. <laughs> I've got loads now. I've got a little box of them. <laughs> I'll bring them out when necessary. Good. The I don't know why you're laughing. You're going in there, sunshine. Yeah, I'm going in there, sunshine. Yeah. Um, right, back to the game. Um, <laughs> it was it was a surprising defeat at Anfield because they just don't lose at Anfield, do they, Liverpool? So I think despite the fact that Inter are obviously a really strong team, they don't lose at Anfield. Well, they very rarely do. Um, in fact, with Virgil van Dijk in the team, it was actually the first time since January 2018 that they have lost a home game with Big Verge in the defence. The only other time <laughs> was that January 2018 game. Alan Pardew's West Brom. Nice. Oh. Pardew. They lost 3-2 in that match. That's probably the on baggy. Pardew's CV, isn't it? <laughs> oh, he dances to that nightly. I, think. <laughs> yeah. it's, I mean, it was like, it, it's the most Just nothing loss, isn't Sorry. it? <laughs> yeah, well, is it the most nothing loss? Because I think this was sort of the post-match discussion yesterday was, you know, Mo Salah's interview... He sort of he sort of hinted at the fact that they maybe were a bit complacent coming into the game because they'd taken a two 0 lead into it, and Rio was saying Rio Ferdinand was saying in the coverage, you know, like sometimes a defeat like that can actually disrupt your momentum, but because they've got through, will it? 
or is it? Is it I, I, I think it's a decent scare for them. I, I think it sort of could got, be a good look, thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they still managed to get through, which is the most depressing thing about modern football. That the Liverpool could just steamroll the teams just by being quite poor at times. But I agree, they were they weren't nervy, but they were complacent. They just sort of they just didn't look that arsed. Yeah, it's a bit like when you think you've been flashed on the motorway, mm. and you're like, oh yes. and it's like, oh god, is that me? But then yeah. you drive sensibly for the rest, and then like two weeks time, nothing comes. You know, I post. had to do last week. What? Speed awareness. Speed awareness. Yes, I did that. My last first, year, yeah. my first one ever. What was it like? Does it take a long time? I'm expecting one. I'm li- <laughs> <laughs> what from your moped? Yeah, from your moped. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I, I must be the biggest loser ever. I didn't mind it. Right. It wasn't right. that bad, was it? It was, it was like being right. at school or something. Well, yeah, of... it was on Zoom because of COVID. Oh, that's um, even easier yeah, doing your so gym you jams. Sat, no, 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 no. Well, they make you keep your camera on, and if you if you turn your camera off at any time, you get basically removed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so I was like, what if your internet goes down? That's not fair. You, you get removed. Yeah. You, have, you have to do it again. Yes. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So, and they also say remove all distractions from the room. And I had my dog on my lap, and I was thinking, Pablo, fucking behave yourself. <laughs> Might get removed from this if he starts if he yeah. pipes up and they see him. Um, It'd be hilarious if everyone had like a, a dancing clown behind the laptop. <laughs> all distractions. I was going twenty-three in a twenty zone. I am not a terrible human being. So that is over the limit, though. Isn't that it? is yeah, over the limit. Still, Are you yeah, driving backwards? Still, as well? I didn't. I didn't know it was twenty. I thought it was thirty. <laughs> Anyways, uh, did you get recognised? No. Also, you can change your name. Because they say, because your name is like on the thing. Fart. So <laughs> My name is Fat. <laughs> so you're admitting that you didn't, you did an official government, um, or you know, a no, sanction. No, no. Under a no, nom de plume. No, like Charles and Zogbia. So technically, Jules Breach hasn't. Shut up. <laughs> it's with the Zoom call. It's yeah. HMR, a for HMRC name. are listening as well. <laughs> let's, just, let's just check her out. Let's talk let's about the safe. other Champions League match last night uh, because there was absolutely um, no doubting Bayern Munich's performance against Salzburg. 7-1 victory, 8-2 on aggregate. Robert Lewandowski, absolutely ruthless because they had a bit of a scare in the first leg. Salzburg were 1-0 up until stoppage time in that game and Bayern mm. Munich actually managed to rescue an equaliser. Um, but their hopes of causing an upset were basically out of the window after 12 minutes. Lewandowski with a penalty and then a hat-trick in the space of 10 minutes. It's the quickest or earliest hat-trick um, in the Champions League ever. 23 minutes it took him to get a hat-trick. I mean, that's quite impressive, isn't it? I mean, they just bullied them. Yeah. I felt so bad for them because it's like, oh, you know, people getting, you know, Redwood uh, Salzburg are a team that have a lot of exciting players. And obviously, you know, they, they've already, you know, players in the past have come through them. You think of like Sadio Mane, you think of Haaland as well. Mm. And there are a few players there who everyone is pipped as like the brightest and best in Europe. Um, it's only, you know, at that value in that age. And Bayern Munich just thought, you know what? Sit the fuck down. <laughs> Don't you dare do that again. It was like, almost like they were Im- you embarrassed us on TV and we're going to do the same to you. Yeah. Yeah. Just, like an 18-year-old scoring his goal after they've put five past you. It's just kind of like, well, look, you're going to learn from that, I suppose, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, that was quite a good goal as well. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Noya was like, what? <laughs> Are you allowed to do that? Did you see what we did? Do you want to do it again? Well, let's take a break now. When we come back, we'll move from talking about the Champions League to the Championship and its pep talks. (laughs) 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There's more to Irish history than St. Patrick. And Shane Todd and Hazel Hayes are here to tell you all about it on We're Not Fucking Historians, the Irish history podcast with a few facts and plenty of crack, like the legendary Irish warrior Cucullin. Some sources say he killed the dog by driving a hurling stone down its throat. Now, he's six. Hazel, <laughs> did someone say the naughty step? Jesus, someone, someone went to bed without supper, didn't they? Someone <laughs> called Super Nanny because he's at it again. Or Ned Kelly, Australia's infamous Irish-born bushranger. Punishment was imprisonment with or without hard labour. I'd, I'd prefer without. If possible. Yeah. Like, if it's going. Do you, have, do you have any without hard labour? Yeah. Can I have the without labour substitute, please? Can, can, I get, I, can I get the hard labour on the side? Can I get almond um, <laughs> instead of hard labour, please? Search We're Not Historians. That's We're Not Historians in your favourite podcast app for weekly episodes every Tuesday. Let's see what these people have said about it. Amazing. The Times. <laughs> Whoa. New York Times. A lot of times. <laughs> Great, Hazel herself. We're not fucking historians. Is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Now, a well-placed source has told me that you celebrated the win over Borussia Dortmund in the dressing room by doing an impression of Chris Kamara. Is that right? How you celebrate? He's so good. That is He's got such a sweet little brilliant. voice. <laughs> oh, welcome back to the Football Ramble, guys. It is Jules, Vish and Pete here with you. And it is a Wednesday, so it's time for Pep Talks. We are so, so happy. We're so happy. We are so happy. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy for them. We are so happy. I'm so happy, believe me. I'm so happy. Sit down! Nobody talk! Sit down! Wait! Drink one and relax! 
<laughs> pep talk from Justin. I wondered if you had any advice for someone who's just bought an unnamed football club in the Northeast to help with friends and influence people, but now just found out that I could in fact have bought a ready-made top-level club in West London instead. Nah. So I just waited a few months. <laughs> what is an, what is an anonymous oil royal to think about that? Any words of solace? Um, any words of solace? <laughs> uh, well, this is this will be harder to you know this this unnamed West London club mm. will be harder to buy because there's a few yeah. to jump through. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, when you slid in before that, you would imagine more stringent, uh, fit and proper person tests yes. will be coming in, and mm. the the PRs against you, whatever you do now. So yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, they look very much Indiana Jones grabbing the hat before the the the, the wall comes down, buying the uh, northeast club. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, no, one, no one's going to dig up your garden. <laughs> Just leave it there. That's fine. Um, the one thing I would say is West London has better pizza places. Uh, yeah, mm. that is an issue. Yeah, you'd probably rather live in London. Oh, look at that. Oh, hello. Hello. Oh, elitist. You don't don't even live in London. (laughs) I don't, do I? That's a good point, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just because all your Instagram tags are in London doesn't mean you live in London. (laughs) My my dad's side of the family from the North East. I'm allowed to say I'd rather not live there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Right, uh, from Christian. Uh, I frequent a small Korean lunch counter in a mall next door to my work. Nice. What a strange sentence. I just, I just constantly go there. Uh, the people who seem to operate it are two older Korean grandmothers who are incredibly kind and uh, always greet me with smiles and hellos while sipping, slipping in extra treats like a free drink or a Korean candy Ooh. every now and then. Uh, across the way, within eyeshot, a new Thai lunch counter has opened up and looks rather good. I enjoy Thai food a great deal and would love to give them a try. However, I'll be feeling intense guilt that I'll be letting the Korean place down by going to the Thai place. Plus, they would see my betrayal in full view due to the fact it's right across the food court. Ramble Brain Trust, how do I successfully sneak in a visit to this new Thai place and manage my <laughs> feelings of guilt uh, while enjoying some pad Thai? Ooh, that is awkward, isn't it? This that is, is a, awkward. This is an awkward one. There um, was a bubble tea shop around the corner from my house in <gasps> so. Ever. and uh, it, it kind of put me off going in because at one point one of the um, staff said uh, I, it's fine I know his order he's a regular and that upset me as a 30 you know 7 year old man um, and so I started going to the one over the road and, and occasionally the woman would eyeball me going to the one over the, the, the road but there's just so many choices with the bubble tea Mate, shop do you know what I have bubble tea it's life don't be ashamed don't be ashamed, <laughs> don't be ashamed. of I, ruining a bubble tea I proprietor. love bubble tea so mm. much, so much so that because I can't get it where I live. Right. Whenever I'm at work, I'm like, I need to get a bubble tea today. Bubble While I'm in London, tea. I need a bubble tea. Like I'm, a, I'm actually, I think I'm addicted. Popping pearls or tapioca um, pearls? Do you do? Do you even bother with the pearls? Uh, tapioca and right. jelly. Okay. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So like aloe vera pearls. jelly stuff. Yes, but right. I go coconut or lychee, depending what they have on offer for that day. Um, like a lychee jelly. But you know, I did the other day. Uh, so I was at the Premier League. Threw on Chris and, and said, <laughs> no. this is what you deserve, Chris. You know Chris. what I did? I ordered one. Eat and the boba, Chris. for some reason, it like, took ages. You know, sometimes Deliveroo takes yeah. forever. Which, by the way, yes, I did Deliveroo one single bubble one tea. One single oh, bubble tea. It cost you four, better have tipped cost, at least cost, a 20. It, listen, it cost £4.79 for the drink. <laughs> at least you're not ungrateful bitching about it on a podcast. <laughs> <are> <laughs> I spent £10.50. They charged me like an extra delivery charge because it's so small. Anyway, it took so long to arrive that I was already on air by the time it arrived. It was meant to arrive in my break. I have a two-hour break and it just took 
so long right. that by the time it arrived, one of the um, one of the, the team behind the camera had to go and collect it for me. I was like, my, my bubble tea's arrived at the front door. They went and collected it. <laughs> what a weird it. intro it, for the telly. <laughs> it came, he brought the cup in and it had a slit in the side of the cup. So it was pissing out from the side. Wow. So this £10 bubble tea ended up being only half a bubble tea. That is a disaster, Jules. Abs- an absolute disaster. You can imagine how livid I was because they are the best thing ever, aren't I they? I hope you clicked order help, <laughs> complain. I actually didn't. Yeah. I was too... I was busy concentrating on my show. Anyway, how do we get onto this? How are you going to help... The London elite. Christian, how are you going to help Christian get into this Thai place for lunch? So my, my default would be to Uber Eats. Ah, oh, yeah, good, good shout. Oh, get it in, yeah, okay. But it, right. if it is around the corner, uh, you know, you might feel a bit guilty. Yeah, but... and then you're spending like five quid on delivery, which is uh, yeah. unnecessary. But then um, I think that's the only way around it. I would buy an oversized Arsene Wenger type coat. I would put the hood up, I'd sneak in, <laughs> they'll never know. I'd yeah. just, just yeah. crawl along the floor out of eye shot like a little worm chuck it down, yeah. <laughs> oh dearie me right that is Pep Talks for today if you have any other dilemmas and you need some help as you can tell we're really helpful <laughs> so please send them in <laughs> this to is us. the quintessential Wednesday show I have yeah. to say <laughs> show at footballramble.com or tweet us at footballramble um, so as promised let's talk a bit about last night's championship action um, Marcus's Fulham extended their lead at the top to 14 points. They are cruising now for automatic promotion to the Premier League. They beat Swansea 5-1. They are... I mean, the amount of goals they're scoring at the moment is an absolute joke. But Swansea, like, kept them out until the red card and then it instantly went to shit for them, which is funny. It's absolute madness. And the the Swans kick was just like, you know what? Let's just play it out from the back. I'm just going to do three-yard passes. Just l- like weird looping wax out of just in front of the, the D. And it's like, what are you doing, mate? You're just putting yourself, inviting more pressure on yourself. And even like they start the second half. I was like, what, what should we do? Let's just, right, so we're a man down. Let's just get the ball as close to our goal straight, <laughs> yeah. straight away. That's where we do our what best could, work. What could possibly go wrong? We're swans. We'll break your neck. Yeah. <laughs> mummy. We'll tell the Queen if you beat us. <laughs> I, I was a bit confused, but it, you know exactly what Pete's uh, outlined there because it did seem like you know things were, were relatively level, and then mm. Manning gets sent off for what looked a pretty atrocious tackle. Um, I thought it was very similar to the Sanchez one in terms of like the impact, mm. but. Yeah, it it was so so odd because I I mean maybe someone with a bigger tactical brain can tell me why you would resort to that kind of stuff, mm. especially against a team like Fulham. <laughs> but then to like concede straight away and still keep doing it, yeah, it's just mad. But hell of a, the, hell of a goal from uh, Cat Williams, Necco Williams, They're like just that proper like th- those kind of volleys. You know, in, in his soul, he's just gone, get the fuck. Is he just, <laughs> just stro- stro- it's a stroke and a smash and a loop and oh, arm. Is a volley your favourite type of goal? I think it is for me. Yeah, I, I think so. A, I love a good volley. Like golfers and cricketers talk about the moment um, right after you've hit a ball where only you know how well you've hit it. Yes. Mm. And volleys are probably the only thing yeah. that has that where you're like, like this is going in. Because yeah. <laughs> like, we've all had that moment in like whatever sport we've played. Like, yeah. I, I've certainly. I can remember the very, very few balls I've hit <laughs> like that. I was like, this is good. This is very I've done good, good here, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry, I was going to say something then, but I won't. Um, no, say it. No, it's about to be no, a pro- no, go no, on. No, what was no, it? I was going to say, say it. Fulham's goal difference. No, you weren't. <laughs> what were you actually going to say? 
<laughs> Nothing. No, what were you actually going to no, say? No, stop it. I'm going to get in trouble. Right. Um, Fulham's goal difference um, is now equal with the goal difference of the teams in second to fifth place combined. That's how many goals they're scoring. That's because of the goals they're scoring. They also don't concede many, but it's it's mainly down to the goals that they're scoring. 89 in 35 matches is ridiculous. Their goal difference is plus 59. Yeah, I imagine the it's rest of the championship of. clubs are a bit just pissed off. Just, yeah. just get them out. It's just crazy. So out. absolutely flying. Um, Chris Wilder, though, didn't have a very happy return to Sheffield United with Middlesbrough. Uh, despite going well in the FA Cup, um, they lost 4-1 in this match. It's always a little bit like this, I think, at this stage of the season where it's starting to get a little bit tight between the teams that are going for the playoff places. Very congested up there. Yeah, they're all sort of like winning here, drawing there because Blackburn were held by Millwall 0-0 as well. Um, I I don't think Borough got got a chance because they just score I can't remember the last time they struck out on a a match. They, they, They always score goals in matches and that's why I fancy them against Chelsea at the Cellnet. Oh, that's yeah. going to be a good night. That's <laughs> going to be a good night. <laughs> the um, but it's funny you say that. It gets a bit congested this time because I picked Middlesbrough as my like the, the team that's going to ride in late. Oh, right. And it's kind of been Sheffield United actually. Yeah. Because even you know Luton as well has been there or thereabouts. Because it felt like Blackburn and QPR couldn't keep up mm. their kind of early season form, and that's that's sort of playing out at the moment. But mm. yeah, they've um, Middlesbrough have struggled a bit recently. Like you know, a couple of losses in the last month as well, and. The FA Cup's derailed them. Yeah, mm-hmm. takes yeah. out yeah. I still fancy Luton as well with a chance to get into mm. the playoff places. You, it's just hard to call, isn't it? Um, but there are bigger concerns for Chris Wilder, guys, um, because do you remember Josh Coburn who scored that goal in the FA Cup? He revealed last week that his parents have got a butcher shop in Richmond and Chris Wilder keeps saying to him, Josh, where's my sausages? <laughs> and, Clip. and he keeps saying that he, <laughs> he's forgotten to bring them in uh, he said Fantastic. I keep reminding him and he keeps forgetting to bring in my sausages butchers, butcher, <laughs> where's my sausages butcher sausages are incredible aren't they? Yeah. they are the best have you got a few butchers around your way there's a good outside um, of London Outside of London, there's a really good farm shop near me. Cause remember, I'm like sort of countryside, aren't I? Right. Um, yeah. Don't actually have a butcher's. I'll go to the farm shop. Cause yeah, well, they would have yeah, them yeah, in the farm. Same that's basically, thing. Yeah, that's the same thing. Yeah. But yeah, oh my god, the meat. Oh, the meat. I had a barbecue in the summer. I had like three friends around, so there was four of us in total. And I went down to the farm shop, and I'm not, I'm not joking. I spent so much money because you get carried away because you're like, oh, I'll have a bit of that, a bit of that. I'll have five of them, six of those. Before you know it, you spent, full of tomahawks. You, spent, you spent 100 quid on me for four people. It's absolutely mental. Uh, but it's good. Love a, love a good butcher's sausage, Pete. I certainly, yeah. Completely yeah. agree. Yeah. <laughs> These days, though, I've got a lot of veggie uh, sausages in my house. Not as good, but, you know. Ah. Are you going over your veggie now? No, no. Just uh, it's politically expedient if I eat veggie sausages, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Actually, you know, I, I, this this show has been a cacophony of nonsense, but I'll bring in some more. Uh, the person <laughs> who I spend my life with, uh, my life partner, uh, made a comment uh, a couple of weeks ago that I've not been on a show with you two guys uh, together. Um, oh, no, it's where a nice she, way to call your girlfriend. Where she, life partner. <laughs> where she uh, ranked uh, in attractiveness the host of the Football Ramble. Ah. Uh, and uh, Vish, you are the most handsome. Jules, you are the second most handsome. And, Mark, and Marcus Speller thought... sits in third, oh. fuming. I didn't even make top ten. There's only eight of us. <laughs> <laughs> fuming. I was about to give you a high five there because I thought you, basically Pete was going to say, you got most handsome and I got most pretty. But actually, I got second. I'm <laughs> second place to Vish. Yeah. Yeah. Sarah's meant to be my mate. I, know. Are you, I usually happened? only have people on my level or higher. 
not anyone below. So. Have you have you been giving Sarah some of your sausages? <laughs> Clip. <laughs> Clip. Put there that is as the no Twitter right, picture. There is no right way to answer that question. <laughs> and she knows that. Yeah. And she knows that. You know what you've done yeah. there? So there we go. So I know I know where I am in you the know, pecking I, order. You know what? I, I might be the sexiest, but I'm also a gentleman. So. <laughs> you know what will happen, Pete? Mm. You'll you'll get into the top eight yeah. um, after this little holiday going on because you know why? Everyone's better with a tan. <laughs> it's true, yeah. Everyone's better with a yeah. tan. I'm the, probably I'm, the, I'm the middle's bro. <laughs> <Stop doing that. laughs> with the brownest. Oh, dear. All right, let's talk about tonight's Champions League. Does right? the ranking go in like a hue? Is it like Dulux? <laughs> I'm, def- I'm definitely bringing down that mean average. Come on. <laughs> Um, I, by the way, I like your T-shirt today. Pork and beans, it says. Pork and beans! <laughs> For the excellent podcast, Wrestle Me. Lovely. Um, mm. Tonight's Champions League matches, lots to look forward to. Um, let's start with Man City against Sporting. I mean, there's absolutely no chance that <laughs> Sporting are getting through this one. Man City have a 5-0 lead. But the more important thing to talk about with this game is Pep Guardiola is still absolutely fucking raging with Carl Walker. That's the only way to put it. Remember, he got that red card and a three-match ban uh, against Leipzig in December um, and Pep Guardiola has been talking about it again recently and he he basically still not over it even though it was three months ago now he said he deserves it Carl Walker deserves the three match ban <laughs> he did a stupid thing and yes I am still angry with him so angry so angry so angry <laughs> so so angry so so angry I mean it was fucking stupid <laughs> and not like, that you know, stupid though is it I mean... three months get over it but he sort of takes every Though. But he sort of takes everything so personally. He's sort of kind of like he's a professional. He shouldn't be doing like he just obviously thinks at any point Kyle Walker could do that again, and that's his fear, isn't it? He just oh, he, yeah, he, okay. he kind of misjudged. He sort of thing. I I thought I had a particular footballer with a particular temperament and a particular set of skills, <laughs> and they yeah he, he let him down, and that, and I agree with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I suppose that's fair enough. I mean, they're getting away with it. Like, what do sport? You need to turn up today. I feel really bad. <laughs> like, just go and see the city or something. Go to the. Yeah. I don't know what is it. Go to Mackie Mayer. Go, Go to, get some. Uh, what's the shopping place in Manchester? Pons. It's really good that one. Um, the Arndale. The Arndale Centre. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Decent that. Yeah, just Ooh, go around. Shopping for the day. Go to Stockport. Visit the Hat Museum. Go to can I go go down the road to Old Trafford and pick at the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> good night out, Manchester though. Yeah, it's yeah. really good actually. Yeah. Go out after the game, even if they're Ooh, lost. night and day in the Northern Quarter. Night and day, what's really that? good, really good bar. Does live music as well. Very good. Mm. Actually, yeah, man, we should go up Manchester have a piss yeah. off. We haven't had a ramble Sporting. for a while. <laughs> Sporting. Don't, don't play the game. Just enjoy yourself. Yeah. <laughs> go and enjoy yourself, guys. Um, I wonder if Micah Richards is going to be enjoying himself in the CBS Champions League studio tonight because um, after the weekend, he actually said he's going to go on a laughing strike after being accused of being disrespectful to Roy Keane for cracking up while he was ranting at the weekend was in he the actually, derby. Was he actually accused of being disrespectful? I don't know. It's been written that apparently some people think it was disrespectful I mean the timing was perfect it was yeah. hilarious and, I and Roy Keane is a cartoon it. so it's just like two cartoons laughing at each other and, you know <laughs> I think Micah was doing what most people at home were doing which is sat there going this is hilarious yeah <laughs> like because Micah is just super normal and down to earth and just like a football fan so he he would be sitting there thinking this is funny is that yeah. when you're in class and you shouldn't laugh because the teacher's going to get angry exactly so that funnier him and Jamie Redknapp were looking at each other like we shouldn't be laughing right now. We really want to laugh. And then the minute you see your mate laughing, you're like, right, let's just laugh. Yeah. It's time to laugh. I hope he doesn't. Like, the whole point is that he's just like quite visceral, isn't he? Yeah. So, I mean, he won't be able to keep this up. <laughs> so. <laughs> um, right, on the other match tonight, it's Real Madrid against PSG. You remember the first leg, Mbappe scored that 
brilliant goal in stoppage time to take a 1-0 lead into this match. Um, this time they're in Madrid for the game. Um, the biggest news with this, though, is that Neymar could actually play in this game. And the reason why that's huge news is he could be pre- breaking a, a massive tradition, a very serious one that he holds very close to his heart. Um, he could play during his sister's birthday, guys. First time <laughs> in seven years. It's weird that that stat exists, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Mm. The, but there's a body of evidence there to suggest that he does do this mm. because he does. And now he's not doing it. And now it's a thing we're talking about. Family's important. Family is very important. Yeah. Mm. And yeah, he's <laughs> play, playing football to do his, doing his job. Doing his job. Good on him. <laughs> the, um, the, I was a little bit wary of this, not this story, this game in particular. <laughs> Because there was, you know, there was that little hint that Mbappe might be out injured. Yeah, he got injured in training. But by... I think I think he's all right now. Ah, okay. Uh, it was quite uh, an innocuous what? little kick. A kick. Well, it, it was a perfect tackle for me. I don't know why he got injured. Well, so yeah, was... so Mbappe came out and supported. Um, it, it was a just a gay, wasn't yeah. it? Mm. Yeah. Um, so, and it was like it felt like the formation of a typical PSG. Like they're about to do something good. Now they're going to fuck it up by mm. fighting amongst themselves. Mm. But no, I, I'm quite excited by this. I think PSG should take it quite comfortably. I'm surprised that those injuries in training don't happen more often. Yeah. I think they do, but I, I think they, um, they're managed differently at different clubs. Mm. That makes sense. You yeah. remember like Man City back in the day used to have like loads of bust-ups because people would see them because there was that path running yes. through their training ground, basically. Yes, yes. Right. And now okay. it's like, oh, no, everything's fine. We don't do that anymore. So you probably do, just no one sees it. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's yeah. in the bushes. <laughs> it, is, it is a fascinating um, fixture, this one, because, yeah. I mean, I feel like... Real Madrid, I mean, there was a lot of talk in, in the first leg about their approach to the match because of this abolishment of the away goal rule that they kind of were extremely defensive in that match and, and hoped they could kind of come away with a nil-nil or or even maybe a one-nil because that's still a, an, an okay scoreline to defend at home. Um, do you think we'll see a different Real Madrid this time round, Vish? Yeah, you'd hope so. Yeah, because they have to. Yeah, like as you said, like they, they sat back and it was... You know, they were, they were basically asked to be beaten. And it felt like they were the first canary down the mine of this new world of, like, not having away goals. Well, I thought they played it appallingly. Mm. Because, there's <laughs> like, there's no reason... If, if there's no away goals, then that that doesn't change the fact that you don't need to attack when you're away from home. If mm. anything, it kind of, you know, it evens it out in a, you know, in, in a way that, like, you both get the same crack at each other. It's not like you're... You're trying to sit back on an advantage or whatever, um, and you're not going to be able to make it up in the second leg. So it's yeah, it's a funny one, especially how comfortable they are in the league at the moment. You know, yeah. you know, they're, they're streets ahead of everyone else, and they're 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 putting teams to the sword there. But they just didn't didn't look at the wrist at all. I didn't think. Even and, all, play for, though, and also the fact that PSG is just going to approach this the same way. Mm. PSG aren't a defensive team, nope. so you're going to have to work it out one way or another. A but. couple of uh, random Manchester United connections to this as well, Vish. Interesting to get your thoughts. Um, Ancelotti's been linked with the United job after the summer. And also Marcus Rashford has been linked with PSG if Mbappe doesn't stay. Yeah. Um, the Ancelotti one is... Either of them got legs? I think they both do to a point. Well, they've got two legs each. Will they ever but... walk around? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they'll never walk around Old Trafford. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think the Ancelotti one is interesting because it goes against exactly what United need and therefore it does make a bit of sense that, you know, a club which has had such cluttered thinking over the last couple of years would 
throw him in with Ten Hag and Pochettino is like, yeah, why not? Big name, you know. Mm. Um, the Rashford thing is sad. They talked about it on the show yesterday and they talked about it very well, but it is, I, I mentioned this on Twitter to David Cartledge actually in like January, but it felt like, it certainly has felt like over the last few seasons, even beyond the injuries, that Rashford has stagnated a bit as a footballer. Bear in mind that when he first, you know, came onto the scene in those first couple of seasons, by now you'd think he would have been, you know, the United team would have been built around him. Now mm. he doesn't start because Anthony Lango is ahead of him on merit, really, yeah, yeah. in terms of like recent performances. Um, I actually think for his benefit, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Maybe not necessarily going to PSG, but certainly leaving Old Trafford. Mm. And that pains me to say it because he represents so much of what United fans have held on to in terms of this sense of identity, which... Mm has been counterproductive in other areas, but certainly for him and also just him as a man as well, to lose him as... There's always a sense of pride that Marcus Rashford plays for my football team. Yeah. yeah. And so even beyond the football staff, I was a bit... that. Yeah. That would hurt a little bit, but I just want what's right for him and it might be that moving is right for him. That's so nice. Oh. Bless him. Sweet, wasn't it? Farewell. Farewell, Rashi. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, that's all from us today. Enjoy the football tonight, guys. Lots to look forward to there. And if you enjoyed the show, please leave us a five-star review. It helps new listeners find it and we'll love you for that. So thanks for listening to the Football Ramble, part of the ACAST Creator Network. Tomorrow, Marks is going to be here. He's going to be alongside Jim and Andy. Me and Vish will probably just be chilling. And uh, <laughs> Pete's going to be on a plane. Yeah. Off on holidays. Oh, yeah. yeah. You See you later. Yourself. Yeah. So where's the belt gone? That's that's what I'll say to the uh, person on the plane. Yeah, Where's my belt gone? <laughs> um, Pete, enjoy yourself. Thanks. Make sure you relax. Have some time off. You deserve it. And we'll um, try and rebuild our broken relationship. Thanks to you two absolute <laughs> nightmare people. Come back with a tan. Sarah yeah. might fancy you a bit All more. Right. And um, yeah, <laughs> see you guys soon. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> The Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.